Greeting Earthlings, we have now taken over your radio. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Really depends on when you're listening. Um, everybody, gurus, gentlemen, ladies, anybody. Uh, Curtis here, episode nine, potentially, of the Guru Quarterly, along with my co-hosts, Gabriel yeah. Jenkinson, Joshua Tuttle. Gentlemen, how are we? Well, I'm uh, great, thanks, Kurt. Kurt, buddy, thanks, thanks for having us. Great it's, to see, it's, see everyone. It, it's great to be back. We, I mean, listen, this is uh, the first pod we've had in a while where there are sports. Um, we're in a, a, yes. a different form of, I don't remember when we did our last one, but we're in our second uh, state of emergency here in the province of Ontario. Um, yes. not, not that anybody's listening that's not in the province of Ontario, so that's not, shouldn't be news. Um, so yeah, anyways, it's, it's all good. Um, what... Uh, uh, where do we want to start? I mean, there's so, so many things to talk about, all of which we will avoid. There's a lot uh, going on. But, um, I mean, listen, why don't we start? It's, it's, it's fresh. Um, I apologize for any technical difficulties we may have throughout this podcast. I am on rural wireless internet, which uh, ebbs and flows with the uh, um, whims of trees and other issues. But, you know, we'll get by. It'll be fine. <laughs> It's, it's it's a good thing it's a good thing i'm hosting and using <laughs> using my account and everything but it would be just fine perfect um listen it's fresh fresh in our minds it's it's uh, at least what i've been uh, it's been filling my evenings which has been great uh the buds the boys boys are back the buds the buds yeah uh, I'm, I'm I'm very interested to get uh, Gabe's perspective to see how he's feeling this year, to see what his emotional state is, and well, what do you yeah. think? Okay, let's preface this: six games in, we are yeah. six games in. Yeah. So I and mean, they're four and two, right? And they're four and two. So I mean, you know, these yeah. are the, these are the takes that we'll have based based on that. Are the takes going to change throughout the season? I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, Unlikely it, for Gabe. <laughs> it depends. Uh, Gabe, go ahead. What are your first impressions of the four and two Toronto Maple Leafs? Um, well, I should probably start by saying that watching it, still watching without fans, is a little bit different, and I find it way less emotional. Um, so, like, Leafs get scored on on the road. Part of what I hate so much is seeing the other fans so happy. So, <laughs> yeah. and part part of what I love about the Leafs scoring on the road is seeing the other fans so miserable so <laughs> that's all gone um unfortunately a real sociopath <laughs> honestly like when i'm watching the playoffs and it's not the leafs i usually cheer for the road team just because i like the silence in the building and stuff like that <laughs> nonetheless wow. um i don't know they're still kind of strange i think like they they go through spurts where they like absolutely dominate um, the puck possession game. I still feel like they're kind of weak willed. Um, like it seems like which game, which, what game did they lose most recently? Uh, they lost uh, against Edmonton. The first one. Right. So they, they, they've lost against Edmonton and they've lost against Ottawa. Ottawa. Um, the Ottawa game in particular, it just seemed like when the other team plays with some emotion the Leafs are quite easy to beat like it honestly feels like that's all it really takes is like if you just play a little bit harder and you just get some more emotion into the game <laughs> it seems like the Leafs are quite beatable um they just don't look that different to me it looks like the kind of the same old thing where um I mean they are four and two and obviously if you extrapolate that out that's a fantastic record um, but I still worry about hockey that really matters with this team. Okay. JT. Yeah. Uh, do, do you, do you have a similar uh, view, a, a contrary, contrary view? No, I have more of a uh, hockey simpletons view. I'm just happy they're back. I'm, uh, I'm glad <laughs> that they're winning. Oh, pathetic. 
I enjoy <laughs> thinking about Gabe, thinking about the games as I'm watching the games, which, which is also fun. Uh, I like the guru handshakes at the end of a, a good win. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to see them back. Is, is there any word on Matthews and his return? Uh, he wasn't out for an extended period of time. Uh, I haven't heard if he's in today yet at today's game. Also, four o'clock game against Calgary. This is this is lovely. Mick Mixon's yeah, NFL uh, AFC yeah. NFC uh, championship. This is a great day for sports. Yeah. Great day. Also, also with with the Leafs, I think the division's pretty weak. Yeah. Um. So that's good for the Leafs, but I also think can be. Um, a bit misleading. Yeah, yeah sure. I mean, it's fun. Like I'm enjoying all these. Canadian it is fun. Matches. Yeah, it's nice to play Canadian teams. It, it, it I is. I just don't think many of them are very good. It's. Yeah. Um, I, I would agree with you. I mean, it's still the NHL. Any team can beat any team on any any given night. But I think this is like if the Leafs eke out first place in the division this year, that like eke it out. That would be. I would say that's underperforming. They should based on their past two years records yeah. and, and their, and their team, they should um, handily win this division. And, yeah, and like who in this division, would you be worried about playing in the playoffs? Calgary, I really wouldn't. Montreal, honestly, I would say Montreal's uh, Mon- Montreal, Calgary, Edmonton are the, are the second are, are pretty close for second best teams. Uh, Vancouver seems to have uh, gone backwards, but they lost, lost their starting goalie. <laughs> um, Montreal, Montreal, I think steady. They're scrappy. They're pretty deep. I think actually Winnipeg got better recently getting, uh, getting Pierre Luc Dubois. They're, they're pretty deep down the middle. Now they match up pretty well with the Leafs. Um, but they also, you know, you subtract line a, who's going to score 30, 40 goals each year. So, um, yeah, my opinion on the Leafs is, yeah, how about that trade? yeah Sorry, I, keep going two two disgruntled kind of guys that wanted out and you know line line uh, a is going to winnipeg and they've got a finished gm who i think knows him and he'll sign and you know plays video games and score 40 50 goals uh he'll be fine and then um in uh, winnipeg dubois who's a french canadian kid gets to go play in a canadian market and he'll be fine he'll be good there right he gets to be number two behind shifley who's who's really good and um yeah, yeah. He, he makes them better. So, yeah, I, I feel like that deal kind of saved face for both GMs. Yeah, I think for sure. With any other team, both of those deals are horrible. Yeah, like, if you you're if not you, getting if no, you go to any other team, you're not getting the deal you got. No, you're getting a prospect in futures. Yeah, generally. So they really saved face by being mm-hmm. able to deal with each other. It worked out. I love it. Hockey trade mid mid mid. It did work out. Yeah. It did work out. Um, but yeah, I think I think the Leafs so far have shown to be a little bit more consistent, but they're also up against, um, you know, lesser, lesser competition. Right. I think, you know, they're not yeah. up against a Boston or a Tampa and, you know, it's Washington it, or a Washington a or a pit. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, I, I think it'll be, it'll be disappointing if Jack, sorry guys, Jacqueline's looking at me here. Right in the sweet, middle of the thing. Sweet Jack. Yeah, go ahead. Oh. <laughs> okay. uh, she wants to know if she can back him? Absolutely yeah, not. Married <laughs> guy corner. <laughs> just to you know we're live? We're live here. Can't yeah, we're just live. <laughs> um, you got to sort out your household, man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. to be fair, we're, she was, we're she, live right now. She was asking if she could back him. Um, <laughs> um, what am I going to say? No, on podcast. Later. No. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. But listen, back to the least. I, I, I think, I think they've got they, they've uh, added some older guys who hopefully keep them in check. TJ Brody is significantly better than Cody CC um, and Tyson Berry from a defensive standpoint. So I think their D's better. I think Freddie Anderson. He doesn't need to be Freddie of two or three years ago, but he can't be Freddie of last year. So if he's above average this year, the Leafs, the Leafs will be just fine. Right, I expect them to to do damage. Matthews looks dominant. He he is he is sure. he is top five player in the world. Uh, every time he touches the puck, him. but I but I'd love to see him. And but he just 
I don't know whether, I mean, he's tied for, I think the lead leading shots right now. So he's, he's getting the chances, but man, is he good? He's just, yeah. his hands are he is so sick. And, and I think, you know, Tavares looks way better this year than he did, did last yeah, year. Maybe. I think, I think he was fighting injuries. So he looks better this year. I'd love to see more consistency out of Marner and Nylander. Um, but I mean, if you get those four going and they're on two different lines, that's, that's tough to stop. But I mean, again, you need consistency from, from Marner and Nylander and you need Matthews and Tavares to stay healthy. But I mean, that goes for every team. You need your stars to stay healthy, but yeah, if they, if they don't run away with this division and I, when I say run away, it's a short season. So, but if they don't finish first by a half decent margin, that would be a disappointment to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they still have to, like, it's, it's the same thing with any team that hasn't proven itself is that I don't like, I see the same thing until you show me something different mm-hmm. and none of these games matter yet. And let's see when, um, when things get, when things get going, yeah. you know, when there's actual pressure and actual intensity, cause like they were absolutely, well, they didn't make the playoffs last year. Um, that the qualifying round wasn't the playoffs. Yeah. They, they were, they were so predictably the Leafs in that series. They, they, <laughs> they were good for like five minutes. But then, but I mean, they still went to five games, right? Yeah, and then but like, absolutely but that, shot the bed in game five. But that's, I think that's just the point. I mean, it was, you know, they lost a whole bunch of games last year that they shouldn't have lost, and they really probably shouldn't have been in that position, right? They shouldn't have been in the in the play-in, right? Yeah, they should have been in, in that top echelon with, with Boston and Tampa and, and shouldn't, well, maybe it wouldn't have mattered at that, at that, that point, but... They should have had a. They should have had. They sh- shouldn't have been facing Columbus. They should have been facing a, a, a different team, right? They just didn't yeah. have a good sure. enough regular season to put themselves in a position to have success in the playoffs. Even though it was a weird one with COVID and, and everything else, but but that's my point this year. Yeah. Put put you, they got to put themselves in the best position to succeed in deep, right? If you want to yeah. have a first round matchup against Montreal, well, guess what? I mean, you might get by that one, but you're going to be hard pressed to go further than that, right? You got to set yourself up properly. That's the point. So, and they should, yeah, they, they just have to show me that they can play well when it, when the going yep. gets tough and they have not shown me that for the last five years or whatever it's been four yep. years since this team's been together. Yeah. I think, and that's, that's just, it. they just have to show me that they just got to be consistent. There's going to be times where they run into a hot, hot goalie. Um, but you know, do they battle yep. through? Like I thought the game against Winnipeg should, if it wasn't for Helly Buck, it would have been uh probably you know five two right so but but that's that's a good team you run into a hot goalie you still find a way to win or you know you get stymied by a shit team you still find a way to win right if even if you don't have it so that's that's just what they got to do but anyways we can uh we can move on what um uh what's new in in the life of you guys what's happening looking at me yeah you looking at me Kurt? I, I mean, I'm one? looking at the camera, so therefore, yes. I'll take this one. Um, it's very easy. Absolutely nothing. Uh, <laughs> absolutely nothing. Not much happening here. Lots of snow, freezing cold in Ottawa. Um, I've been seeing the K-Man, which has been nice. We went for a cross-country ski yesterday morning. That was lovely. And uh, we did some tobogganing a couple of nights ago, which was also great. Very nice. There's uh, like a, a local hill where the, the Ottawa teens hang out and they drink their beers and they smoke their drugs and go tobogganing. And yeah. Kyle and I were among them on Thursday night. It was how, very funny. How do they feel about a 33-year-old married guy? Well, <laughs> you know what? I, I wore my like this old snowboard jacket I had from high school and it's so cool <laughs> that you're like zipped all the way up. And I, I did my best to impersonate a teenager. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Kyle and I were there tobogganing, having a good time, having a you know, a beer or two, and uh, and all of a sudden, one of the kids asked Kyle, he's like, Kyle's holding a snow skate, and he's like, hey, man, what, uh, that's pretty cool, what is that? He's like, uh, it's a snow skate. He's like, oh, cool, where'd you get it? Kyle, Kyle goes, my dad bought it for me at Canadian Tire, and the kid's like, awesome. He's <laughs> like, yeah, my dad bought me my toboggan in Canadian Tire, too. It's pretty sweet. <laughs> Guy's got no idea. Kyle's a 33-year-old PhD public servant. 
My dad bought it for me, Canadian Tire. <laughs> That's great. Uh, anyway, we had yeah, we had a great night. A snow skate is that a skateboard size snowboard? It's like a skateboard deck, and then it's got one of those uh, snow blades kind of things attached to the bottom. Oh yeah. Right. So you're standing on the deck, but it's riding on the blade, so you can oh, go. Okay dangerously fast down yeah. at tobogganing hill when you're in a uh, 33 year old man's body it's uh, it's very dangerous are we you, took some you, pretty good bails are you feeling it today oh yeah i was feeling it yesterday i'm feeling it today i'll be feeling it for a week i, th- I think that's the biggest um i mean not that listen we're not old by any means but i would say that's oh the, yeah we are the, <laughs> the biggest the biggest difference is you know whether after we're working out or hockey or anything i'm like oh I don't remember being this sore after it. Like, I mean, we'd play mm-hmm. a couple games of soccer, rugby, whatever, but okay, whatever. No, no, no yeah. difference. You just bounce right back Can you up. Imagine and... one rugby practice these days. What oh. that would do to us? <laughs> Five in a week. Be done. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. does. Yep. I mean, listen, we're we're getting there. We're born, it would actually be. We're born in the eighties. A... Yeah, we're old folks now. I think it would be so funny to see, uh, like to have all of us actually go through a rugby practice and and just count the carnage at the end, like Tuttle, broken collarbone, Hubbard, broken leg. Well, Kurt, you'd probably be fine. You'd just be a little sore. Everyone else would have like the assortment of injuries after a single practice would be pretty funny to see. It would be my very first rugby practice ever. So. <laughs> I think we would be in big trouble. We need, we would need it. Obviously, zip to be on high alert, and uh, probably some reinforcements just in case. That that is the, oh, yeah. the of course the positive of, uh, of 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 doing that when when we're in our thirties. We now actually have uh, friends that are professionally medically trained to uh, assist us with our in- injuries, and of course give us what if Zach gets injured? Opinions. Well, that, now we're in trouble. Yeah, yeah. More we can Zach cannot get injured in this practice. <laughs> Gabe, you, you need two, two to three doctors on the sideline so you can go oh, one after sure. the other. Yeah, just to, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's like the uh, the blue tent in football. Gabe's got like a blue tent, an orange tent, a green tent. He just <laughs> one opinion after another. Yeah, I think that makes sense. It's like a it's like a filter, you know. The more the less that's uh, the less bad stuff that's going to get through. Exactly, and that's my. <laughs> That's how I deal with doctors. <laughs> you were, uh, yeah. So that's that's it for me. How about you, Gabe? What's what's new in your world? Uh, nothing. Um, I hung a coat rack on Thursday. That was great. Um, had to go to the, uh, the hardware store to get some screw-in drywall anchors but you can't go inside. So I had to call ahead and you ever tried to describe a drywall anchor screw? (laughs) No. I mean, like I knew the basics. I'm like, I need, you know, an anchor for, for a drywall. And the guy's like, okay, what kind? I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) Are there kinds? He's like, oh yeah. I'm like, okay. Um, So there's the ones that he's like, do you have a drill? I'm like, no, no, I barely have a screwdriver. He's like, okay, well, it's like, you need the ones that you screw in yourself. I'm like, okay, great. He's like, I'll take some of those. He's like, do you want number six or number eight? I'll go with like, number seven. <laughs> yeah. So I got 10 of each and went with the number sixes. So anyways, that's solid. Um, yeah, that was, that was the week. That was, it was a big week. Your place looks great. Thanks. That does love the picture. Oh, I also got... I got my bed delivered on Monday as well. So, Ooh. Yeah. So it's nice. I'm enjoying that. What, uh, what kind of bed? What are you working with? I got it from West Elm. So it's a, it's a bed. It's queen. Um, it's your standard bed. Yeah. It's your standard bed. It's pretty cozy. Um, got got a nice... yeah. Yeah. It remembers everything. <laughs> <laughs> is there much to remember these days no no, no absolutely not but um, there's a lot to remember in general so it remembers it remembers yeah I guess with the uh, most recent stay at home order there probably is not a lot of 
physical dating going on. Are you doing any virtual dating? Zoom calls, Hinge, Bumble? Um, I've done uh, I've done a FaceTime. It's a little weird. Like- it's it's okay, but it's a little weird. Um, I won't indict myself in any other conversations about physical meeting up because uh, well, for obvious reasons. Please. So you have? No, I don't know. I don't know if I have or not. <laughs> wow. <laughs> We're reading you loud and clear, Gabe. For the record, he is shaking his head up and down vigorously and giving the <laughs> thumbs up sign. <laughs> not true. Not true. Anyways. Um, yeah. Oh, that's it. There's nothing going on. You can't do anything. There's nowhere to go. Everything's closed. It's cold out when you go for a walk. I, I would say um, yeah, the uh, some, some of the businesses have done a good job. I think of the curbside piece. Yeah. Um, it was. Uh, um, I, I mean, some. You know, it's hard. It's not like, like your your facilities aren't aren't set up for it. But I'll tell you, I went to Home Hardware the other day. I called. I said, "Hey, do you have these things?" And they said, uh, "Yeah." I, uh, yeah, anchors. similar. Uh, <laughs> I, I looked them up ahead of time and gave them the, the SKU numbers. And so they're like, yeah, yeah, sure. No, got those. So I showed up. I, I didn't even get out of my car. I drove, I, they had it set up with pylons. I, I drove out to the side of the building. They said, who are you? I said, uh, Curtis Vickers. They said, uh, fuck you and left. No, um, they, <laughs> they, they brought me my bag of things and I went on my way, tap, tap to pay with my, my phone. And it was great. Yeah. It is nice. Yeah, that's nice. yeah some it's businesses, nice it's just hard. I mean, it depends on your facility, right? But I mean, some sure. businesses, I think, are doing a good job and, and some some not so much. Uh, this this leads was... me to one, one of the things I wanted to talk about. I've been doing some home repairs and I'm I'm handy enough. Um, not not a tradesperson by any means. And it certainly frustrates me when I can't do it or figure something out. But um what would you where what would be the what would be the max uh i'll give you some examples what would be the max you 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 guys could do in terms of home renovations successfully okay and- you just heard about it <laughs> yeah <laughs> jt could you i'm serious <laughs> oh i thought you were giving us examples i i am i'll give okay so um uh changing a light so not a light bulb but like take taking off a, a light that uh, like a no, like a light fixture, a, a light fixture and replacing it like actually do yes. some what no. yes i i did that when we moved in here but very poorly we lost power for about four hours and i was in fear of electrocution the whole time but i did change two light fixtures okay yep gabe you were a big no for me kurt gabe you were passing there okay all right. Next would That's be a straight uh, call somebody in installing a faucet. So taking no. an existing faucet and installing a another faucet. That's a big negative. Okay. Yeah. Wouldn't even consider it. Probably would <laughs> just move. Uh, okay. Uh, I was so I'll, I'll I'll assume that hanging a door is out of the question. Hanging a door is probably the worst. It is so hard. Uh, it is you hang doors i could i can hang a door that's how yeah, a door like, gets put on like i could replace a door yeah you have to hang it they don't, they're, they're not like yeah you i put a door onto the hinges before no no so let's say you re- replace a door replace a new door i feel like i could do that better than i could do the faucet or the light yeah okay i wouldn't have nearly as much fear i'm hor- i'm terrified of electricity and water yeah that, those two things <laughs> when it comes are, to a home terrifying the consequences are high. Yeah. Okay. Insanely high. Yeah. With yeah. a door, it's like, uh, yeah, but like, you put it on the hinge, yeah, you drop it in, <laughs> squeaky, squeaky. Call Fusa. It's good to go. Yeah, exactly. Fusa? I don't even know if Fusa would do it. <laughs> well, you call Fusa to call somebody. Oh, yeah. He would call someone for sure. He'd have a guy. Oh, I call, yeah. He knows who to call. You think Fusa's got a door guy? Oh yeah, it definitely is a door guy. Yeah. Think so? For sure. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. They do concrete. What do they need doors for? 
Well, he would know guys who do it. He would, general guys, general contractors, that kind of stuff. Fair. For sure. Fair enough. I'll, I'll accept that. Although <laughs> I'll accept that. I, I've been watching a, a number of like kind of cabin building YouTube videos. I've gone down a few holes. Um, just like, you know, your basic getaway cabin that maybe this summer I might try, try my hand at building out east on our land. So I might have to get engaged wow. with uh, hanging a door curtain. If, if, if you have someone yeah. pour your foundation, like definitely get that done. The, the framing and stuff you could probably do. Yeah, well, that's the thing. And even I'm talking like pretty small cabin, like yeah. 12 by 12 or something, just like yeah. a place to hang out, have a wood stove. Mm-hmm. And you can get these little foundation blocks. And that's definitely the tricky part, yeah. the foundation issue. But if you can get that settled um, with some of these blocks, then you can build yourself a pretty stable little structure for not too much. Well, uh, uh, next Very year, nice. next year and, and we will be, of course, building the... Uh, the guru rink here. Uh, we oh have, yeah. We have plans. Nice. We have, uh, I, I have the measurements. Permits. Done. I have the, uh, the uh, of course the, the requisite permits, uh, to have it completed. Mm-hmm. I Obviously could, could, could have done it this year, but I just think, you know, still can, <laughs> but we're a, we're running out of time and B <laughs> when am I going to be allowed to have people here March? So, Anyways, next yeah. year. Next year, we'll, we will be starting uh, uh, most certainly probably in December the laying of, of the rink and uh, in time, ideally, for uh, Guru Winter Classic. Uh, we need to get back to the Winter Classic. That would be great. Yeah, that's been too long. So it's, it's probably going to be like 25 by 80, 25 by 75. So pretty pretty wow. size, sizable rink. Um, lighting. Changer? Uh, it's going to be right in front of the house. So yeah. Change room in the house. Change room in the house. Uh, of course, a few steps away from a hot tub, which I hope to have in by then, and oh. uh, and a steam room. So beautiful. Uh, oh. It'll be it'll be an exciting Guru oh. Winter Classic next year. When I said I was looking into building a cabin this summer, it's actually on your land. I don't know if I mentioned <laughs> that, but it's just going to be a, a small shanty, just just a, you know, fifty feet from the house. You won't see us. But uh, we'll certainly be using. But you'll hear us. We'll just need your hydro and water hookup. That'd be great. Yeah, yeah exactly. Shitter's full. <laughs> I, I am. I am quite enjoying. I'm. I, I'm loving. I mean, you know, I grew up on a kind of rural property, but I am loving the the rural life. Like literally, my favorite store is this TSC country hardware store they've got like feed there i don't i got nothing to feed but um not yet but, but they just they've got you know camo and workwear and knives and guns and bows and arrows and it's lovely. that does sound like a good prime store. kurt it's You're great right in your prime i love it right love where it. you're meant to be i love driving my tractor I, I i just you know my week my little weekend tradition me and my my buddy my tenant next door here we go up and have a fire and i uh, just look for stuff to burn um, lots, lots of it. Jesus Christ! Lots, of things to <laughs> lots out there, right? Yeah. Oh, you can burn anything if you really want. You, you can burn anything. You'd be amazed the stuff that you can burn. Um, wow. In uh, in other That's news, great. of course, uh, you guys are aware, but we did find out we are having a girl, a uh, little human mm-hmm. guru girl. Indeed. Very exciting. Uh, once again, yeah, did not exciting. wait for the pod to announce. Um, Nope. I'm sure nope. Those are I wasn't going to bring that up, but uh, I'm glad that you mentioned <laughs> it. And now that you have, uh, Gabe and I have a few things to say. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. Would you like yeah. to start, JT? I have to get my <laughs> oh, thoughts together. Well, cool. We've been down this road before, and uh, I just thought that maybe you'd have a little more respect for the pod, especially given the fact that uh, we probably have no listenership, not even amongst our friends at this stage. I don't think anyone heard a single Heck, I don't li- about I don't the, listen. the last. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody listens, actually. No. We just make, make them and save them. <laughs> Which begs the question. If, if you, what for? If you, if you make a podcast and nobody listens, did it happen? Mm-hmm. No, nobody's mm-hmm. there to hear it. If a mm-hmm. podcast plays, but nobody's there to hear it, wasn't, did it exist? You can say whatever you want now. Shit, cock, fuck, balls. Nobody's hearing it. Nobody's hearing it. <laughs> 
that's a funny movie. It'd be great if Zach was uh, like listening while driving with uh, Violet. It's just, it's just, just like, shit, fuck, 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 no, no. He's used to the first. Go ahead. I was going to say that the first two uh, guru children are, are girls. Gals. Yep. Mm-hmm. Lovely. Yep, yep. A couple of guru yep. gals. Yep. Who, who would we expect uh, the next guru to have a child? What's uh, what? What are, the, what are the odds makers at? Mm, I go high on CBT. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think he's my he's my horse right now. He's your horse. He's a yeah, favorite. Stevie's your horse. Recently married. Yeah. He's got the new pad. He's uh, settling into that suburban life. And yeah. uh, it, it's his birthday today. Happy yep. happy, happy birthday, birthday happy birthday, Stevie. Yes. Oh. Oh. And uh, yeah, he's he's my pick. Uh, Armin, Armin's That's a good pick there. Zill, Zill's up there. Yeah, yeah. So probably uh, plus plus one fifty. Okay, <laughs> plus one thirty. Nice. Stevie, Stevie might be uh, in the negative. Wow, that much of a favorite. Maybe not. No, I think I don't think there's a guru in the negatives right now. I think everybody's uh, plus money right now. But uh, yeah, who knows? Very excited. It, it's uh, yeah, we've started to buy things. Um, I have a stroller exorbitant amount of, of money um oh yeah the margin must have picked it up at summit ford on baby products please <laughs> we we don't fleece this bad <laughs> it's <laughs> sure you do <laughs> i mean you know never me no of course not please other people i was trying to Heard i liked isn't that nice the bronco sport yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. you knew you knew where I was going. Oh yeah, yeah that looked real nice. Yeah, I uh, it's it's uh, JT has a well well used 2012 Ford Escape that he's taken all over the country and and beyond. And it's time uh, to get him something new. They got rid of that boxy shape back in 2013, and you know nothing's really caught his eye. But this mm-hmm. re- not only reminds me of the current Escape, but reminds me of an Xterra that he used to oh. have. So it's mm-hmm. a little bit, it's a little more outdoorsy, uh, you know, put racks and stuff on it. So it's right up JT's alley and, and I will get him. Uh, this, is, this is the fleece. Are you guys, I hope you're observing this. This is, he's planting oh, seeds. He's sowing the ground. His hands look, are like this. He's, look at that smile. <laughs> like his hands are light. pressed together. He's like very oh, Mr. Yeah. Burns-esque right now. Just, very, there's, a, there's a glimmer in his eye. I haven't make, seen since uh, make that, I bought uh, that escape in 2016. <laughs> Just make this little motion, JT, and it'll be in your driveway. Don't you worry. Oh, yeah. Classic. Just It's funny that this follows on the heels of all the renovations that you're doing to your house and the new hockey rink and all these other things. You just, you know, maybe, maybe you think it's free? some of those things. That's right. 100%. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah, I like it. But uh, I got to say, I really love, I'm still loving my escape. Every time I get in there, I uh, give it a little pat, say hello. Thank it for uh, its service and uh, hope it carries on for a couple more years. Well, I hope it doesn't, but um, <laughs> I'm going to have to call, call, call your local Ford store. Listen, this That's VIN comes stuff. in, uh, you, you fill, it, fill it with windshield washer fluid. Okay. Just put that in the gas tank and that'll be the end of it real quick. No. Um, yeah, listen, it's uh, uh, back to, I mean, we're, we're excited. We're thrilled. Um, I, I, think it, I think it's good that we're having a girl first. I feel like uh, they're smarter and probably a little bit more helpful as toddlers. Right? Yes. And, and Extremely maybe, sexist. Keep going. So, you know, if the plan is to, let's say, have two, maybe three, I don't know. But let's, I would rather have a, a girl who is, you know, two or three, and then a or a girl who's five, and then another, and then if it's a boy or another girl at three, they just seem to be more helpful and uh, useful in their in their early ages. As boys are just terrors. So yeah, and you know, as like a future moose to a future son, you know, maybe the 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 girl kind of softens you up a little bit. So you know, when your son is uh, misses a pass on the ice early on you're not just jumping all over him, ripping <laughs> off his head. You're uh, you know, you're a calmer, well, I mean, 
being at that time. He'll learn after that we don't feed him that he can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you were you were you were minus two tonight, kid. Uh, that means you're yeah. minus for meals. So yeah, exactly. maybe figure exactly. it out. Got to produce to get fed. That's true. That's uh, that's gonna be like Jacqueline's gonna have her like home signs, like home, relax, sleep. <laughs> Kurtz is gonna be attitude to get fed. <laughs> <laughs> Live, love, laugh. <laughs> you got to produce to pa eat a meal in this. Pass, place. shoot, score. Four check, yeah. back check, paycheck. That's the gig. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's a good one for like a five-year-old. <laughs> no, it'll. I mean, uh, uh, I, I listen. I, I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled, thrilled to be having a girl. L LPGA make make a yeah. little gol golfing buddy. Um, yeah, you know, nice. um, or uh, or hockey. Heck, I, I uh, actually had shows. There's not a lot. To, not. I mean, I guess this is offensive, but shows that there's not a lot to watch. I was watching the Isabel Cup. It's this, the the women's league that survived, women's hockey league that survived. Huh. NWA huh. NWHL. Yeah. And uh, I mean, NWA. You know, it, it, <laughs> yes. Uh, no NWHL, and I think that's what it is. NWHL, National Women's Hockey League. And oh, uh, yeah. there's team, not NWAHL. I, like I don't believe so. Hockey league. Uh, okay. And Toronto, Toronto has a team. They're called the Toronto Sixes. It's a shit name, but that's what they are. That's, um, that's a terrible name. That's a really bad name for women. <laughs> to name yourself a number. <laughs> that's, I didn't even think of that. Like, that's, like are you kidding me with that? <laughs> the Toronto 6.5s. Oh, and it's, I mean, if it's a hockey team, six is probably a little generous. Okay, so... Um, do you, do you want to know? Edit that out? Do we edit that out or <laughs> do you want to know what some of these team names are? Yeah. Okay. They're all pretty terrible. Um, but listen, I'll tell you. So there's actually, this one's, this is my favorite one. The Buffalo Buttes. Um, like B E A U T S. <laughs> the Buttes. Oh, no, it gets worse. Uh, the Boston pride. Um, Connecticut whale, not whales, whale, Connecticut whale. This is a tough one. The oh God, that's a bad one too. The Metropolitan Riveters. And it's the, you know, the famous- no, like Rosie Riveter? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The, the, the famous picture with her, you know, flexing her arm, that one. Yeah. And then the Minnesota Whitecaps yeah. and the Toronto Six. Some tough names for the uh, teams of the- yeah. uh, national women's hockey league but nonetheless it was uh it was an entertaining game F fun to watch uh i nice. must, wow so something for my little girl to be aspired to on the toronto sixes put her in tennis i, I told <laughs> yeah. her this before it's true when i called i called him when he, when he found out he was going to have a girl he said lpga i said tennis yeah i just um as someone who would like to participate in the in the like i don't want to play tennis when i'm 50 fuck that i'm not i mean I, I would rather do something selfishly i'm not thinking about her i'm thinking about me selfishly i would rather uh get her to do something that i can participate in well don't don't sleep on volleyball i mean she's going to be uh, naturally introduced to it at uh, channel yeah, four yeah, and your sunday volleyball so she's also naturally naturally going to be five six so let's put that put that setter out. great setter <laughs> Actually, Jacqueline's tall. Who knows? She might. Be. She'll have yeah. She'll have some She's mean juice on the uh, on the line. Who knows? So, but Jacqueline, she's got a tall brother, so you never know. That'd be tough having your daughter be taller than you. Hmm. Well, my niece is uh, basically dead on with me, and she's twelve. <laughs> wow. No kidding. Yeah, that's tall. That's gonna be tall. The next time I see her, she's definitely gonna be taller than me. And she's 12? Uh, it's pretty incredible. Yeah. Wow. She, speaking of volleyball, she just crushes volleyball. She's oh, playing like 12 before the goddamn pandemic. She's playing like two years up, just like smashing serves. It's fucking amazing to see. Wow. We do um, like keep ups at the cottage sometimes. You know, you, you do that like salt and pepper game, like bump, set, spike. 
it's I, I screw it up every time. She just it's always me screwing it up. She's uh she's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing that's, uh, what, that's what, actually, what actually training and practicing like the kids that we play with, like they actually like practice and don't just play yeah drunk on a Sunday and they're all like mm. so good. Mm. Um it's funny that we're the old balls now. So this year I'm officially an mm-hmm. old ball. Uh I've officially made the transition from young ball to old ball. It's tough. Uh, it was a sad day for the boys for sure. and, uh, yeah. because once you're, the rules were once you were over 30 and married, um, <laughs> you became an old ball. And, uh, <laughs> although uh, the pandemic did give me an extra year, um, the fact that we're going to be having a kid means I'm definitely going to be an old ball. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. you know, yep, yep. what do you do? Can't stay young forever. Time is undefeated as yeah. they say. No question. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Big time of change over there. Big time yeah. of change. Yep. But yeah, should be fun. Anyway. Um, J2, who do we like today in, uh, in our uh, AFC, NFC matchups? Yeah. Big, big day for football. Did, um, did, did you, did you follow Brady to become a Buccaneer fan or did you remain a Patriot fan? I was still a Patriots fan, but they're so bad. Cam Newton's got to be one of the worst starting quarterbacks to ever play the position. My God, he was awful to see. His, his throws were just... Didn't he win an MVP? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like this year, though, just right. hor- horrific. Um, yeah, so anyway, uh, now I am cheering cheering hard for Brady, though. Like, especially in the past week, I've just been, like, amping it up, amping it up. One of my friends sent me a... Uh, like a YouTube clip. It's actually a, a short film of the six quarterbacks that were taken before Brady. I think it's called the Brady six. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause he was taken in the sixth round of the draft and like looked over everyone passed him over. Everyone said he was too skinny. Couldn't throw, couldn't run all this stuff. Uh, and it's incredible. He is just so fucking good. All he does is win. He's just like raising the level of play of all his teammates. They're all excited to play for him. And uh, I don't know. I didn't think they had a chance in Lambeau. They're playing the uh, the Packers at three thirty this afternoon. It's going to be a freezing cold day. And I didn't think they had a chance. But the more I'm reading, the more I'm listening. I think. I mean, you can never count Brady Brady out. First of all, mm-hmm. uh, as Armin knows all too well, twenty eight to three. And uh, <laughs> I think that they have a pretty good chance. At least a chance, and I'm I'm hoping for him. I would love to see him win. I'd love to see him get back to the Super Bowl. Um, yeah, and, and then either and he's, he's how old? He's 40, 42? Yeah, forty two. Maybe even forty three. Like it, it it is it is incredible. Like I mean, I think you know, uh, I I thought him moving over to Tampa. A, if you're the Patriots. Why aren't you just giving him like it's not like they had a young stud coming up behind him like i don't no. know why they just didn't get maybe just wanted to leave who knows but uh pretty unbelievable the fact that he's taken a new team new coach new players and and, and got him to the you know nf nfc conf, uh, nfc championship so yeah for sure and he's i mean he's got some skilled guys around him too bad antonio brown's out that's a bummer yeah but um, the other, I mean, Godwin, Evans, Gronk, these guys are mm-hmm. these guys are big timers. So and, and Gronk, look Gronk to come back, right? Like he didn't play last year. He he was yeah. retired, and he's come back. Just you know, looks looks the same. Not uh, maybe quite as dynamic, but again, new offense, new coaches, and no, it's pretty incredible. Yeah. And he's forty two, right? It's it's not like he's a you know a thirty year old in his prime who's moving over from one team to the other. He's forty two in doing this, so it's pretty ridiculous. He, He's incredible. And I swear he's, his hair is getting thicker as he gets older. <laughs> I can't, it might be the most impressive thing about him. He looks better every year. He's got more hair. Uh, he's just killing it. Fucker. And I really hope he wins. And then the, the Sunday night game for the six thirty game is also amazing. Chiefs bills. That's going to be really, really good. Oh, I'm going and, for the bills. Uh, I, yeah. You know, listen, it's, it's as close as close to Toronto as you can get. It's Buffalo. Buffalo fans are outrageous. And, uh, and uh, also, you know, gets to spider, spider boy, Rudge a little bit, who I'm sure will be watching oh, yeah. from his cozy condo in Costa Rica. He actually was supposed to come on. Yeah. Today. We need Mahomes to this. 
He was, he was supposed to come on today? Yep. He was uh he was gonna come on. But I think you had to drop Meg off at the airport and stay. <laughs> oh my god. I sent him a I sent him a, a meme on Instagram last night. I happened to be um, exceptionally stoned at the time. And it was, <laughs> it was, I don't remember what the actual thing, I think it was like Kermit the Frog dancing around or something like that. But the, uh, the line on it said, just realized that three, three minutes of doggy style is 21 minutes in dog ears. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was pretty good. I like that. That's it. Um, let me, uh, let me show you this guys. This is, this is, uh, one of my new country, country purchases. Holy shit balls. What is that? The Nerf gun? It's called the bug assault and assault is spelled A S like a salt. So in the top here, you can see you put salt and it shoots salt and it kills flies so i got these big high windows and stuff and the flies that are sitting around on the uh on the window so instead of swatting them you fire them with this and then it doesn't leave any flies on a it's fun and it b it doesn't leave any fly guts on the window because it just knocks them out and then you sweep them up and do whatever yeah that that's the bug that shooting fun. gun so that's 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 fun uh i was telling gabe so, earlier, so what does it do what's it for it, it's so um Instead of using a fly swatter, which is uh, old and, and uh, barbaric, uh, I use this uh, plastic gun filled with salt to shoot flies and knock them out uh, <laughs> and then sweep them up and put them in the garbage or whatever. So, but it's great. It's salt. Yeah. So it just, it fires and, um, you know, it's good. I can probably knock one out from four or five feet away. And uh, it just knocks them out and then pick them up with a Kleenex or whatever. And so, you know, I, I mean, sure. Does it leave salt everywhere? Yes. Absolutely. It's kind of like a hybrid of the, the exactly. two options. That we have we guesses discussed. about what it was because you cut out right as you were just holding it like this. <laughs> and JT's guess was that it was um, a gun that you would like put into the bug's home and it would shoot gas in it to kill it. Oh, yeah. Everything else. Good and guess. My guess was that it was a gun that shot salt onto icy surfaces. <laughs> I mean, it could. So it literally is a combination of our guesses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's when, when you've got a bug that's uh, on, a, on a surface, it fires a, a little spray like a shotgun. Of, uh, of salt and knocks them out and uh, there you go. It doesn't make a, a big mess of bug guts everywhere, but it does leave a mess of salt. <laughs> easily vacuumed up. That's great. Not by as, Jack, as Jacqueline's doing right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, boys, before we, uh, I don't know how much longer we're going to go here, but I got a little bit for you if you care to uh, partake. Please. I care. Okay, so we were talking uh, in the gurus the other day about Kyle relinquishing his spot at goaltender to Fusa. Yeah. And uh, it really cracked me up the idea of like doing a 30 for 30 on that and all that sort of stuff. So then it, it occurred to me like, what would the best CDS 30 for 30s be? So I'm going to give you some titles and some very brief descriptions maybe. And then you guys tell me yes or no, if you're going to produce this. Okay. Yep. Okay. So Keep in mind, you know the 30 for 30 series, right? Yeah, you know, oh, sure. The two Escobars, all that stuff there. Okay, so number one is uh, Big Tree Fall Hard, the Kyle Hubbard goaltending story. And it, it's the uh, the story of Fuser replacing Kyle and all the uh, existential trouble that that brought for Kyle, given that his whole identity was wrapped up in being the, uh, the goalie for years. Yeah, I'd watch that and produce it. Excellent. Yeah, I like that one. And it was, okay. it was, it was just a weird one because Fuse was younger or not younger, but born later on in the year. And so he was always put on the team a year, year younger than us mm -hmm. up until grade 12, where they combined grade 11 and 12 for soccer. Right. Yep. And then Kyle claims to have been the leading goal scorer, which seems very foreign to me. I, I, I don't, I don't believe he was. I believe I was. <laughs> 
Okay, uh, number two, the best that never was. This is uh, about Rudge's string of injuries, and particular <laughs> attention is paid to the, uh, the, the, the pass too far from Finkel in basketball that led to his ACL and uh, the overall decline of his athletic ability over, over high school. Years. I watched watch that happen. wasn't playing, but watched, watched that happen. And I recall uh, getting him out to the car to be, or to the ambulance in a, in a chair, like one of those rolly chairs. Yeah. Um, but that's a great one too. And, and I, I would love to just interview Finkel for half an hour. A hundred percent. Just yeah. like every yeah, that, that would be good. That, Yeah. Lots of uh, like close-ups on Finkel considering the consequences yeah. of his uh, actions. And the, not, not just on Rudge's athletic career, but his entire life following high school. Yeah. And, I, and, I was going to say, and then I think, um, you know, start to, uh, identify some of his claims, his, his sprinting prowess, his, uh, all, all, but, but have zero evidence of it whatsoever. Um, Rush, talking about. yes, exactly. Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. exactly. I was going to say, yeah, I think it should open. It's like the black screen. You just hear Rudge's voice saying, you know, I beat the beep test in high school. <laughs> that's how it starts. <laughs> the best that never was yeah <laughs> and then and then just have like a montage of pictures of him drinking and you know arms around yeah. girls and everything else and you know yeah that's fantastic yeah, i too. see like i see finkel having like a full like uh therapeutic breakthrough in one of these interviews like having to take the mic off and leave the set you know so you keep the film running on the empty chair just yeah. tom i'm gonna ask you something do you feel like Ryan blames you for this. <laughs> it's not your fault. Oh yeah. Tom, it's not your fault. <laughs> Tom. Yeah. It's not your fault. <laughs> I love it. Oh yeah. I okay. produce that. Yeah. We're making it. We're making that one. Number three. Yeah. The fighting Maccabee. The incredible athletic career of Zachary Isaac Panzer. We get into you know the the life and times of a uh, superior Jewish athlete. Uh, right. His, uh, yep. his excellent rug rugby play in high school, uh, followed by university, uh, the Queens yeah. team, and then uh, even his uh, time in Australia. I like it if it's all prefaced on the idea that he's too athletic for a Jew. Not yeah, too yeah. athletic, but like he's extra <laughs> athletic for a Jew. I like yeah, that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I like you'll, I like playing on that. Yeah, you'll be interviewed, Gabe. Uh, yeah, I'll show my calves and be like, "This, <laughs> this is the reality most of us live with." You're you're it's athletic. You're pretty athletic. I know. I, I'm just looking at my calves. Like he's got these great, yeah, um, goy calves for better for lack of a better term. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he doesn't struggle with what I struggle with. So <laughs> I was gonna say down there, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> three uh, three for three so far, JT. Oh, yeah. I like the, the title all, of that one. The fighting, all the fighting Maccabee. All, all must watch. Yeah. All must watch. But yeah, you're okay. right. The, the 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 preface is, of course, that he's too athletic Jewish. to be Jewish. Yeah. 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 For sure. Uh, okay, number four. This one hits close to home. Big man and the hammer. This the story of uh, Gabe and Kurt's uh, junior hockey career together. <laughs> well, well, it was only a few. It was only seven to nine years old. Exactly. Um, it could be fun. Uh, I mean, I got a, I got a few things. Kurt cried obviously all the time. <laughs> yeah, we'll get into the crying. The crying. That's a given. I have some pictures. Part. There is there is photo evidence of it, so I can't say it didn't happen. That could be fun. There, there is photo evidence of it. Uh, I've always wondered why his aunt took pictures like, oh, well, this is fun. I'm just going to take a picture of this child crying who's obviously <laughs> injured. Um, uh, so, yeah, I mean, uh, um, that, that it was three years, seven, seven, eight, nine. First, it was our super, yep. super tight, super, super select tight. team. And then yep. I think it was minor Adam AAA and then major Adam AAA. Yep. And then I left. Yep. For, and then I left for greener pastures. I also left. We left at the True. same time. You did as well. Yeah. yeah. For interesting. Much less years. I, I would after um, 
uh, in this can be in the documentary, but after, like, I was kind of burnt <laughs> out. Like, did you play Bulldogs too, Gabe? You did, didn't you? Yep. Yeah. Yep. So like we yeah. play, so we're eight, eight years old. I must've played, we must've played 70 games of hockey that year. Maybe. It was, it had to be five. It was like five times a week all yeah. year, wasn't it? Yeah. I was, I was, I got burnt Summer out. Too. I actually, um, Oh, definitely. I definitely. got, I got, uh, so <laughs> I was, I was a very good player on a triple A team. And then I went, uh, but I was kind of just burnt out and I went down and I played single A for Noble King. Yeah. And proceeded to score 80 goals in 30 games <laughs> on defense. <laughs> this also was like, this was gossip among the hockey community. I remember being like 10 years old and be like, yeah, fucking Kurt Vickers went down to single A and like just to score a bunch of goals. I was like, fucking sandbag. I legitimately remember this narrative being around in the hockey community that Vickers um, pulled this shenanigans. Yeah. <laughs> Look at this. We're already, this is a documentary. We're yeah. already doing I know. interviews. I know. Yeah, I don't, uh, there. I, I remember that being the driving force. I had some friends on the local league team and they were a good, a, a good team and, um, yeah. and just being burnt out. And I think um, it's a good move. And then, and then also, you know, I mean, my, my parents uh, at that point, Brett would have been probably three or four. So it, it was a little bit easier for them. And, and then, um, yeah, I mean, after oh, that, don't I, don't justify it now, Kurt. <laughs> it was, but it it was actually worse because um, I would, you know, we'd go into other rinks and I'd get like yelled at by the other parents yep. and stuff, yeah. um, like on on the other team, like pass the puck, you're a hog, like what are you doing here, and which is a lot for a nine year old to to process, but uh, yeah, uh, th this particular one could really um, get into the whole <laughs> toxic minor hockey environment yeah sure. yeah this, Quite is, easily. this is quality stuff right here we're, we're yeah. delving deep already oh, that's yeah. stories stories yeah. for days for sure i mean i quit hockey for these very reasons <laughs> wow yeah. is this I'm the documentary is this it right here this is this is the doc <laughs> big man yeah. and the hammer big man and, the hammer. <laughs> and then of course we could bring it to how our friendship uh you know uh later on to Gabe, uh, Gabe yeah. being my best man so yeah. it, all, it all worked I out. Love it. It's a good thing I went to yeah, sure. Noble, Noble King Knights to score 80 goals in 30 games on defense. <laughs> Kurt, you're leaving out the key part that I was playing Noble King House League at the time. Were you? Like, like you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I remember there was a big talk about Tuttle and House League as well. Yeah, exactly. Back then when I was 10 years old. A lot of talk in the community. Those were the two stories. Okay. That one, that one, green light for sure. Must watch. Next one, number number five. Uh, no more, Mister Nice Guy. This is about the year that uh, I stole the most sportsmanlike award from Finkel, who had won it like the previous three or four years in a row at the uh, athletic conference or whatever that thing was at the end of the year, the gala. Mm -hmm. That's Finkel. Good. Just it's already good. Of, okay, you're in. I like yeah, it. I like it. Oh, uh, anything where we get to do long form interview with Finkel is must yeah. watch, must watch. Especially today. him being scorned like that. Yeah. Or about, feeling about scorned sports, like that. About sportsmanship too. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm way more sportsman than that fucking asshole. <laughs> I was also thinking of like just doing one on Finkel having won that string of sportsmanship, but then like underneath really being like a sociopath uh and like doing a whole deep dive on how he could have won that award while wow. below the surface really you know yeah there was, was a lot a lot bubbling yeah because it's true any any answer but like him being gracious just he's unsportsmanlike, he's unsportsmanlike. <laughs> yeah there's something great about the runner-up for a sportsmanship prize just being furious about not winning <laughs> Exactly. I love it. Okay. Um, now, next one's a little bit out of left field, but I figure we need to go, uh, go in a few different directions. Next one is called Chariots of Fire. And it's all about uh, Tommy Garrow and Maddie Robinson and their cross-country running careers. I mean... I, mean I, have, I have no idea what any of that is. Like, like it, it, it is, it, it certainly defines those two guys for me in my head about like who they are like, Oh, 
Tom Garrow, runner, uh, and Matty R. Well, Matty R knew for longer, I guess. And, you know, he has his own set of uh, um, quirks. That's true. Uh, and, and idiosyncrasies. But, yeah, certainly. Um, it's, I mean, I, I don't know. Cross-country running is even a sport. I guess it is. But the two characters, these are two interesting men. I just think, where are they? By, uh, for sure. Like, where, 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 where are, are they, they now? now? <laughs> exactly. Wouldn't you love to? Are they still running? What are they running from? They're still, what are they running from? Exactly. Childhood stuff. We, get, we go deep. Okay. Number seven. A little lighter. Uh, Nugent Stooges. The uh, 2003 or whatever year Nugent was our coach. CDS soccer team. <laughs> and uh, we go into his total lack of soccer knowledge, but his incredibly inspiring Shakespearean <laughs> halftime speeches. And always wore soccer cleats. <laughs> always... <laughs> Always wore soccer cleats to every every practice, every every game. Uh, I get practice because you know you might have to kick a ball over or something for a drill, but I didn't get why he wore them to the games. Um, <laughs> no. But, Did he wear any other uniform things, or is it just cleats? Like, was he in a? No, he wore like cleats, quick cleats, and soccer socks, and uh, shorts, and a jacket. Maybe he's a he's a uniform man. And yeah, didn't didn't do very much coaching, uh, but we had a good team, right? We had like yeah. Ian Ian Langdon, uh, Andrew Hubbard, um, Hubbard. Oh yeah, Andrew Hubbard, uh, Bryn, and yeah, we had a good squad. But yeah, didn't hot didn't sauce. Do, hot sauce, of course. Did, didn't sauce. do much coaching, but certainly, yeah, you're right. Just some phenomenal speeches about. No, uh, I'm, I'm... Remember the dash, you know the dash. That's that's what's important, gentlemen. Is is the dash. Uh, you're born in 1987, 1986, and you're gonna die. But it's about what you do. It's the dash. <laughs> the dash. Oh my god. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you less than half the rules of soccer. But uh, what about what about Mr. Keel? <laughs> was was that the hey, year after? Hey, we're getting there. Okay, we're getting there. Okay, a couple more. I know, Gabe. Someone, everyone's got to run soon. A couple more. Uh, yeah, I got a few the, the last five minutes. It's called. And it's about the, uh, I, I don't know when it was, 2001 or something, but one year in basketball, we were in like the semis, maybe even the finals against York School. And we were losing by like 25 points. There's five minutes left. Like all of our studs have been on. And Burley just looks over. There's five minutes left. It, the game's completely out of reach. He points to me, Nels, Zach, and then I forget who the other two poor bastards were. We played the last five minutes when the game was completely out of reach. And uh, I think it would be an interesting deep dive. The last five minutes. Not like that. The last dance, but. Uh, I totally thought it was going to be a comeback story. And I like that it was the exact opposite. <laughs> it's just, it just pure humiliation. Pure charity humiliation. Incredible. Josh, what did they, what did, what did they call, because at uh, rugby early on, they would have the game and then they would have... The Dirty was, Dozen. The Dirty Dozen. <laughs> yeah, the Dirty Dozen could use a dock for sure. Yeah. So Gabe, we'd, we'd, we'd play a game and, you know, there'd be the, the winner but then and the loser. And then after that, all the, all the subs would go on and play and it was the Dirty Dozen. Uh, so I think fun. Kyle Hubbard uh, probably led the Dirty Dozen in tries. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle emerged from the Dirty Dozen. He's <laughs> oh, the dirtiest. Uh, okay, Gabe, I don't know. You might be a little uh, partial to uh, decide on production of this one, but uh, it's called The Release Point. And uh, <laughs> it's the story of, of Gabe's, <laughs> Gabe's loss of his ability to throw a baseball. I'm all over that. I would love to be able to tell that story. <laughs> to a wider audience people have to know that this this happens to guys out there it's it not was, just me it was two two thousand uh two thousand seven or two thousand eight on uh at allen gardens in between jarvis street or on jarvis street in between uh gerard and carlton it was in yep. a park we were playing catch and it just left him <laughs> he had it pretty awesome. and uh we Still went, don't have it back, to be honest. We went, we went to Sport Check at the Eaton Center. We bought gloves. We bought a ball. And we were going to play catch. And uh, and we never could. <laughs> There's even more to this. So that <laughs> happened. 
And then it just like, it just started, it just reared its ugly head for the next 10 years in my life in random situations. <laughs> like, Fuse brought me to play on his softball team one time because they didn't have enough guys. And in the warm up, they couldn't throw a ball. <laughs> I didn't play. I just sat on the bench with the wives and the girlfriends. <laughs> it was so embarrassing. And not only that, it was the same time that like Canada was playing for gold in the World Hockey Championships. I really wanted to watch that, but I couldn't because I was fucking watching Fusa play shit softball because I couldn't play. I literally could not throw a ball. So that's, there's a lot of meat on that book. That's that's oh, a lot of also meat. also must watch yeah. that that's uh, that's got hot docs potential. Yeah, yeah, because you go into you go into the backstory, the emotional yeah. stuff. You, you get deep. Oh yeah, yep. yeah. Okay, last one. <laughs> a time for a run. Oh yeah, Peter Keel's the Peter uh, Peter Keel story. 2001, 2002 soccer team. Yeah, uh, a time for a run. And uh, you go deep on all sorts of things, individual looks at all the players. Um, you talk about like the, the parties that followed in the years following at Annie's house where the soccer team would basically just be drinking with Mr. Keel, yeah. recounting stories while he looked at the uh, team photo. Uh, lot, lot to work with there. I mean, other than when we had Thornbury as a coach for soccer, I don't remember a single coach for soccer, for rugby, we had, you know, we had uh, quality coaches for, for rugby and, and Mr. Mack and, and, and Sandy. And, uh, but I don't recall single strategy whatsoever for soccer. <laughs> no. Well, you, you had to switch up the D, number one. Switch. <laughs> you had to switch up the D. And uh, number two, Hubbard had to go for a run. Time for a run, Drew. That was it. Switch up the D, send Hubbard for a run, and you're yeah. good to go. And and I, I think we lost in the finals, like or semis, <laughs> one or the other. <laughs> Just shows what, a, what an incredible group of athletes we were. Beat St. Mike's, those sons of bitches. Yeah, like we were friggin' English uh, <laughs> had English teachers for soccer coaches, which I think was their only qualification. Uh, you teach English, eh? Huh? Yeah, like soccer. Yeah. Yeah, I like soccer. All right, great. <laughs> Coach these idiots. Yeah. Oh, I, well, these I'd are great. It. These are. Great. I wasn't there at the time, so I'd love to watch it. Yeah, yeah. You need to. You need to know, Gabe. These are uh, all uh, all all phenomenal examples, and and should all be produced. And uh, we'll, we'll uh, green light. Green light. Green light. Well, listen, fellas, it's, uh, it's 1220. Um, yep. Probably end up being around an hour and 15 minutes because of technical difficulties. But uh, thank you, as always, for your time. Um, you. And, uh, you know, listen, as much as we do this for everybody else, uh, we mostly do it for ourselves. So, okay. as, as we always say, really, it's just a Sunday morning phone call, uh, which we record and maybe one, maybe two people listen to it. Whatever, which is what we yep. want. So great, great to talk to you both as always. I hope you have an enjoyable Sunday. Lots of great sports on. And yep. uh, Likewise. Take, care. take care. Be safe. Chat soon. Love you, fellas. Love you. Bye. See you guys. Bye. -bye. See you. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. Bye-bye.